0: What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Gentleman's Critique. I know it's been a while, but uh, let's get right back into it. All right, guys. So today, I want to talk about The Falcon and The Winter Soldier. By the way, if you don't remember, you don't recall, I always try and give a little disclaimer uh, before I talk, and that is going to be spoilers, spoilers, spoilers. Go watch it before anything, okay? Go watch it before you give this podcast a listen, because I want you to enjoy it. I really want you to experience it for yourself before you even, you know, hear anything that I have to say about it. All right. So what I really want to talk about is I really, really enjoy this show. I mean, I think I want to give it like a... See, it's really hard to give like a perfect 10 out of 10 for me, because for that, you have to be you know, complete perfect. Oh man, but it's up there. I want to it's, it's high nines. I mean, 9.7. Uh, look, you know, I, I really did think that WandaVision was going to be my favorite TV show. Um, I thought that it was going to be a lot more than, well, it, it was a great show. Don't get me wrong. Um, I just wish that they did some other things that, you know, that they that they didn't end up doing. And that's okay because, you know, Wanda's going to be in the new Doctor Strange movie coming out. So, you know, we're going to get more of that storyline. So, it's okay. But, um, yeah, when it comes to the Winter Soldier, I mean, they are really just giving the fans a great story with this. Now, it's it's just really cool to see how they're treating it you know i mean this takes place pretty much right after uh the snap or the blip um you know from you know uh well i'm sorry after the second snap from endgame when tony brings everyone back spoilers <laughs> but you know what if you haven't watched by now endgame i mean go seriously <laughs> go watch it um but yeah. So, and it's kind of just dealing with what the world is like at this point and, you know, how people are really adapting to it. I mean, you got to really think of it through um, the, the, the crazy perspective of what it is. I mean, imagine uh, the snap happened five, year, we're talking five full years that, you know, people's families were snapped out of existence. And now five years later, they're just, they're just back, you know, I mean. How many more people are are snapped back? And, like the the logistics of that alone is just something crazy to think about. And you know, this show really it 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 deals with it. You know, it it says like, oh wow, like yeah, it's hard. You know, it, it's hard really adapting to, you know what what happened. Um, and I really like that. Like in the first episode where you know Sam Wilson he goes to the bank and he tries to get a loan. And, you know, they said, well, normally we'd be able to do this for you, but right now there there's just so many people trying to get loans for everything because of all the people that are back that, you know, it the, the rules are stricter. Um, and it's just really interesting getting to see that. It's really interesting getting to see pretty much the fallout or the, the bad stuff of, well, not necessarily the bad stuff, but just how, you know, things aren't working out perfect, you know, like there are going to be roadblocks. There are going to be, you know, things that have to be worked through or worked on or changed in order to accommodate this, this new reality. And, you know, whereas Spider-Man sort of touched on it, this really goes into it. Um, and, you know, that's just, it's a beautiful thing. Um, you know, we get episode one where, you know, and it's my surprise, honestly, like where I, I, I understand that the Falcon, um, you know, doesn't feel like the shield belongs to him, but when he gave up that shield, it, wow, you know, it hit home because it was just like cap gave you that shield. Like he believed in you. Like, you just need to believe in yourself, you know? And I guess without there being a conflict, there really wouldn't be a show, like an inner conflict. Because then it would be like, okay, yeah, you know, Falcon is uh, Captain America now. And then it wouldn't be Captain America. It wouldn't be uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier. It would be Captain America and the Winter Soldier. Um, So it's just really interesting, like, getting to see that and his perspective and how, you know, he doesn't really feel like it belongs to him because it's a big, it's big shoes to fill, you know, at the end of the day. And Oh, by the way, the way they're handling it is, is just beautiful. Like from start to finish, like the, the entire episode spoilers. Okay. Spoilers again. Uh, <laughs> roadie makes an appearance. Yeah. War machine or iron Patriot. Uh, I wasn't expecting that. I thought that was really cool. I was like, "Oh wow, yeah, he's he's maybe he made a cameo in this. That's really cool." Because I, you know, War Machine has always been, even growing up, was one of my favorite comic book characters. Um, you know, Iron Man was cool. You know, ever since watching the animated show, you know, I might be dating myself there, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean, just ever since the 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 animated show, I was like, "Okay, yeah, Iron Man, he's cool," but. I mean, this is War Machine. I mean, he just—he ah, was always one of my favorite characters. Always loved it, and uh, you know, I—it was cool just having that little cameo, having him just make that little appearance. You know, I—I I, I really enjoyed that, so I'm thankful that they did that. Um, you know, season one—it starts off slow, but listen, all the Marvel shows start off relatively slow. Now, with that being said, I. Uh, I'm sorry. The uh the Disney Plus shows, Netflix. I know. I'm sorry. <laughs> I made a mistake there. But yeah, all the it, and this by the way is my opinion. They the 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 Disney shows start off slower. They have this slow burn, but they have this epic finish. I mean, and it's worth it to me. Like I understand why they do it and I get that and I appreciate it. Um you know you just really got to get through those first couple episodes but that being said um out of the three shows main shows from Disney plus i've watched so far and then that, that being uh WandaVision um The Falcon and the Winter Soldier and The Mandalorian i think that this one started off uh with the most you know the the, the mo- it was the most epic honestly um i think honestly this is sh- if if this show continues on the pace that it, that it started out with, and if it stays on course with how, you know, Disney plus shows usually pan out where it kind of is starts off slow, but it gets, it's this big payout in the end. This guy's the limit. I mean, this, this might be the best Disney plus show out there, honestly. And, you know, time will tell. I mean, we're only two episodes in, but, I just, I just, I'm just really enjoying it. I mean, especially th- that first episode, just starting it off. It started off perfectly, you know. And we get equal parts Falcon, we get equal parts Winter Soldier, and you know, it's it's just really cool. It's it's cool trying, like you know, seeing these characters and and what it's like, especially Bucky, because Bucky's been through you know so much. Honestly, he's. You know, he's a man out of time. And, you know, the only person who could possibly relate to Bucky was Steve. You know, Captain America. And, you know, now he's gone. And that was also his best friend at the end of the day. And, you know, it's kind of just like a sad thing. Like, yeah, you know, he's a man out of time, but not only that, all the things that they did to him when he was the Winter Soldier... That he was forced to do, you know, under mind control, um, and it just addresses this because he's not that guy anymore, and there's still this guilt, you know, there's still this guilt there that he really has to work through, um, and they're they're just handling it beautifully. Honestly, they really are. Um, the that that first episode was, you know. If I were to rate that first episode alone, I mean, it's damn near like a 9.8. Um, just incredible. I mean, honestly, like w- once you guys watch it yourself, you'll, or if you have watched it, I think you un- you understand. I, mean, I was talking to a couple of my friends about it and they said the same thing. They're like, yeah, it's amazing. You know, it's so much better than, you know, other things from Marvel that, that we've seen, you know, in, in recent years. And, um, you know, it's just, it's, I'm really excited for it. Um, then we got episode two. And man, uh, they just, they just upped the ante, you know? We got, well, okay. So towards the end of the first episode, we got to see John Walker, who, um, you know, became the new, is it John Walker? I believe it's John Walker, if I'm mistaken, I'm sorry. Um, but he takes on the role of Captain America because once Sam gave up the shield, which he thought that was it, it was going to be in the museum. The title's done with the government's like, no, we need uh, a Captain America. We need a Captain America present. Um, and they get John Walker, you know, and we really get to, to you know, dive into John Walker and like who he is, you know, where he's come from, not, um you know fully cuz it's only the second episode and we still got to give ample screen time to the main characters but they really did like a really good job introducing the character um something that bothers me about the character is this is that when the they're interviewing him um if you guys watch the previews or the promos you'll see the Super Bowl scene oh I'm sorry not the Super Bowl scene it's um uh, it's a, it's just a regular football scene, football game. Um, but he's getting interviewed on the football field. And, you know, they didn't really show too much of that in the previews, but they in this episode, they kind of got into it. And the interviewer is pretty much going through his background. And they're saying, oh, well, you know, you tested off the the, the charts. And, you know, at the end of the day, Does he deserve all the awards and recognition and everything? Yes. Um, But he's also, like, top dog in all his classes, you know? He's top dog in pretty much everything that he does, you know, physically-wise. And, again, I I respect the fact that that they chose this man to do it, Uh, John Walker, but... I mean, Steve Rogers, he became Captain America because he was a he, he knew what it was to be someone who who wasn't perfect, who wasn't that perfect super soldier. And that's why, you know, when they decided who we're gonna give the serum to, they said, you know, if you go back to the first movie, Captain America the first Avenger, it was like well, why don't we give it to this guy? He's top in his class. He's top, like, you know, the strongest guy that we have. Like, he's the perfect guy for you. And then, you know, the guy who ends up giving it to Steve is like, uh, yeah, but there's more to, you know, who they, yeah. You know, there's more to it than that. There's more to being Captain America. And... They've referenced that in the episode because it was when he, you know, when uh, they they jump on the the live, uh, you know, the live round or whatever it was in, in uh, in you know, Captain America First Avenger. Um, and they say, like, oh, have you ever done that? And he goes, yeah, I did it like four times. Like, it's something I do with my helmet. <laughs> so they do, they do like reference it. Um, but... I just, I would, if someone's going to take over the role, I want it to be Falcon. I want it to be that guy who's not perfect because there's just something in it that, that's like, that's who needs to be Captain America, not the perfect, you know, physical and, you know, it needs to be someone who could understand all encompassing perspectives. And that's why Steve gave it to Sam, because Sam is that guy who could do that. He could understand something that, you know, the common person can't. And even, you know, an argument could be made even for Bucky, you know, that Bucky wouldn't even be able to understand it. Things that Sam has and can understand. And, you know, we we just get this really cool episode of, of you get the introduction of that, you get the them all working together where it's, it's Bucky, him, um, the new captain, uh, then yeah, the new captain America and his partner guy, his name, but, um, he, it, 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 the interactions is, is, is between the two teams. It's just really good. It's really enjoyable. Cause you know, one is, you know, pretty much, uh, under the restrictions of the government and the other team, which is Falcon and winter soldier they're they're not, you know, and, and, and the new captain America references that like, oh, we should work together. And Falcon says, no, like you guys have to do what you have to do. We don't really have any rules. We don't have to work under anybody. So we're going to do our own thing. It's just really cool. It's really enjoyable getting that interaction. Um, And then, (laughs) huge spoilers. Okay, guys, listen. I am a sucker for Easter eggs and in-depth references. Things it's like, I don't... Like, when it comes to Marvel, it's like, I didn't know I needed this, but I am so glad that you did this. (laughs) Isaiah Bradley. Yeah. And you might say, oh, who's Isaiah Bradley? Well, he's one of the people who took on the mantle of Captain America. Um, he went through, you know, similar, he, he, he got the, the, uh, the super soldier serum by no means, um, that haven't been revealed yet in the series. Um, and just, just came to see him like the cameo. Like, Oh wow. Like they did it. They, they they referenced one of the comic characters that like, I am so happy that they did. Um, and I believe he debuted in like 1987. So if you want to read anything on Isaiah Bradley, I believe that's when that Captain America, uh, the, the stories of him, uh, you know, started taking place was 1987. Um, and I'm sure there's like collected editions of just his Captain America alone, but it was just really cool getting to see him. I was just, i was surprised and so happy that I was like, well, wow. Like, yeah cool Isaiah Bradley like they introduced him <laughs> um and it was just a really happy moment like oh man like cool and i'm just so happy that they did um it just it it seems like they're really going in the right direction here um they're not afraid to have characters from the movies in the TV show i mean we kind of got that in WandaVision but you know, we didn't get like a, like Don Cheadle or we didn't get spoilers. The character, the actor who played, uh, Zemo, you know, the villain in, uh, Captain America, uh, Civil War, like the the main protagonist, we didn't get like these big, big time actors, you know, obviously we got Paul Bettany and, you know, he is a big time actor. We got, um, you know, Wanda, um, Elizabeth Olsen. But, you know, and, and we got other things sprinkled in there, other characters, but we didn't really get these like big, huge, uh, actors, you know, like, I mean, like Don Cheadle to me, like that guy is one of the most critically acclaimed actors. Like he's, he's huge. He's one of the best actors like that. I've, uh, you know, ever that I've ever been able to see, like in film and, yeah, I'm just, I'm really, I'm really happy that they're they're not pulling any punches. They're bringing this. It's it's so. I felt like WandaVision was so isolated. Um, and you know, you guys could you know argue that Jimmy Woo was in it, and you know, you had um the character from Thor in it. Um, I'm just drawing a blank right now. I'm sorry for Darcy Edwards. Um, and you know, Monica Rambeau was in it, so that connect that connected to Captain America, and I I get that. Um, but it's, I don't know, it just seems different in this show. It just seems like people are more, it's more grounded, it's more connected. Um, and that's not really any fault to WandaVision because WandaVision is a completely different television show. Like this show was supposed to be the most grounded. I think when I did a review on, um, you know, what I was most excited for a couple of months ago, I, I said like this show is, pro- is probably going to be the most grounded. Um, and it is. And honestly, I didn't know if this was... I thought WandaVision was going to be my favorite. This might end up being my favorite. Uh they're just handling things so well. They're giving us Easter eggs. They're giving us uh s- storyline they're they're handling storylines I think properly. Like natural progression of characters. Um you know, the re- the like I said like bringing in Isaiah Bradley or, or bringing in more machine. Like that's just so cool. And you know, I'm really happy that they're doing this. I think I think they're on the right track here with this. Um, is it going to be the best show out of all the Marvel shows that are coming out? I mean, only time will tell. But you know what? It might be. It might. You know, I was really excited for Loki, but the, yeah, this might be the best show that they've come out with in a really long time. And it might be the best out of any of the Disney Plus shows. Um, you know, I guess we'll see with that. But I gotta say, I'm really looking forward to it. I think this is an incredible show, highly recommended. I mean, it's up there in it, you know, honestly, guys, I'm gonna be truthful, it might be in my top three comic book, favorite comic book TV shows of all time. Um, you know. And I don't know if you can go off of, listen, you know, my opinion, it's just my opinion. Um, But I think it's great. And I'm really excited to see where they go with this. I really am. All right, guys. Well, that is my review. And, uh, yeah, tune in next time for another episode of Gentleman's Critique. Be safe, everybody.